Okay, presenters, you know that we're up in front of people, but you gotta know how to avoid the death of a presenter. There's things you need to stop doing. Pay attention, and I'll show you exactly what you just gotta stop. So you love giving presentations? Well, let's talk about the death of a presenter. Like how you are going to completely ruin your presentation. There's always tips about how to do a great presentation, but let's talk about how you destroy it. Well, first, this is a big one. When you go to give a presentation, make sure you know your audience. If you stand up in front of a group of people and you don't know who you're talking to, you could be missing the point completely. And I don't care if your topic is amazing and you think it fits the general audience. If you're not sure who these people are, where they've come from, then you don't have the ability to be able to talk to them personally. You see, there are presenters who are data dumpers and they just dump data on people wherever they go. And then people are like, oh, that's interesting. But I hope you're the kind of presenter that is a people mover, not a data dumper. Because people movers not only speak to the people, but they speak into their hearts. And the way you get into their heart is to know their background, know where they've come from, know the challenges that they're facing, know what it is and the reasons why they are in that audience. Know your audience. If you don't, it's going to be one of the deaths of your presentation. Number two. The another death of a presentation is not to teach in a 360 degree experience. So 360 degrees is full circle, all the way around the whole circle. Now what is, what is the whole circle of presenting? You know, the 360 degree presenting. Well, number one, they're going to hear your presentation. That's the first portion of the pie, you know, of the whole circle. They hear your presentation. Second part is they need to see your presentation. Meaning, do you have any visuals? Do you have props? Do you have worksheets? Do you have screenshots? Because they need to hear it and see it. So now that's half of your presentation. They hear it and see it. The third part is, is that they feel your presentation. And this is where presenters really get messed up and they, and they drop the ball right here. To, for the audience to feel your presentation, means that you are authentic, you're vulnerable, you share real life experiences, you share stories. You know, stories of what you've gone through, your past experiences, the mistakes you've made. Because when, when you share uh, experiences from your life, it makes you human. And when you act human, then those in the audience actually feel like they can relate to you. They can understand you better. So they hear your presentation, they see your presentation, and now they can feel your presentation. So now we're about three-fourths of the way through this 360 degree or whole circle presenting. The last part is where people fail in their presentations is at the end of the presentation, there's no steps. You know, you gave me a bunch of information, but what am I supposed to do with this now? And most of the time, an audience will sit there listening to a great presenter, hear and be inspired about all these great things, but then the audience is left up to figuring out what they're supposed to do next. 
See, a great presenter will wrap up the presentation with action steps. At least one or two action steps for the audience so that they know what to do. Not everyone knows how to condense information and put in an action formula. So as a presenter, to finish off that 360 degree experience, that whole circle experience, give them some action steps, show them exactly what to do and, and share that with them and then narrow it down to the one step that will make the biggest difference. Most people in your audience, if they have too many action steps, they maybe will get one step done. That's why after you give them action steps, to just help them out just a little bit more, narrow it down to one. And then you pretty much just share with them, hey, of all these action steps, this is the one you want to take that'll make the biggest difference in the shortest amount of time. Wow, your audience will just love you. And then you now have this really cool presentation you just did, and your presentation didn't die like other people's presentations died. Okay, the last one here, is the actual invitation. When you're talking about these one action steps that they take, you want them to be able to make and improve their own personal life. Sometimes I hear presenters who give invitations at the end and it's all about some other activity that they're gonna do. People come to presentations because they want their life to improve. And even if it's a business class or a marriage class or whatever class it is they go to, they really deep down inside, they wish that they knew what to do. They wish that they just could, somebody could just give them that one insight of one thing they could change in their life. So when you do that, when you give that one action step, have it be something that actually helps build them. Because when a person feels better, wow, then they can do better. And when you can help your audience have a great experience about feeling good after the class because they took action on your suggestion, guess what they're gonna do? They're gonna tell their friends, they're gonna tell their family, they're gonna spread the word about you because you caused their life to improve. So no matter what course it is you teach, have that last action step, that one most important action step, be something that will help them individually improve their life. Now, I, di I didn't put it on here, but here's 3.5. Here's 3.5. Another way that you could have, you know, the death of a presenter experience here is if you decide you're gonna show up to your presentation and wing it. I hear people who, presenters who kind of like brag that they can show up and just wing their presentation. I think that is irresponsible. It is flat out irresponsible. Those people in that audience sacrifice time to be in that presentation. They could have been spending time with their family. They could have been doing something else to get them further in their life. And, and I believe every presenter has the responsibility to plan and prepare the best material possible. And I hope you're not the kind of presenter that just wings it or you think it's some kind of cool thing that you can just wing it. And I watch people get up in front of audiences and they wing it. You can tell they're winging it. And I just sat there thinking, you know what? They think they're being cool and that they can go and wing it. But wow, as an audience, we can feel the disrespect. Really? You didn't plan? You didn't prepare? You didn't get to know us as an audience? 
You didn't teach us that the 360 degrees, you didn't, you didn't give us our one action step. You just thought just winging it, that that'd be okay with us. And you see that with experienced presenters, that they just get up there and just wing it, but it's irresponsible. Care about that audience. They've sacrificed, they've put everything into it to be there, to be in that audience, hoping that you are well prepared. Let's care about the audience and really support them and do a good job and avoid this whole experience of having a death in your presentation because you missed the mark on this. This is what I do. I help great people become even better. And if you're a presenter and you, and this, you like this, boy, this is something to take action on. Now, before I go, I just want you to know, number one, get to know your audience. And this is my suggestion for you on how to get to know your audience. When you are preparing for your presentation, this is going to sound pretty crazy, but this works so well. I write a letter to the audience. I want to personally connect heart to heart to this audience. Now I don't send the letter. I just sit down on my laptop. I type a letter out and I put dear audience. Hi, my name is Kirk Duncan. And I write a letter to the audience so that I can literally from soul to soul connect with this audience. And what it does is it helps me prepare myself in knowing this audience almost on a higher plane of a soul to soul connection. And on this one right here, when I write them in a letter, I tell them what I'm going to teach them. I share with them everything that I'm planning on teaching them. And then I ask them a question. I ask them, how can I customize this so that you get the answers that you're looking for? Then I wait and I listen and I listen. And then these ideas start to come to me literally as though the audience members heard this letter and as a soul to soul connection at a higher plane, I start to get ideas coming to me. I type up those ideas. I start to listen to those ideas so I can customize that experience in that presentation. Now that is taking your presentation and taking it to a whole new level here, just a whole new level. And what that does for me as a presenter is it helps me be more in tune and refined in connecting to that audience before I ever get there. Why wait till you get there to find that connection when writing a letter to them in the time of preparing for that presentation, you can get super connected. Now that will boost you as a presenter. That'll take your presentations to a whole new level because now you literally are very, very, very connected to that audience before you even speak to them. So here, as I'm sharing with you about these presentations, really consider that giving presentations is a very honorable, respectful, and a very, very, very important step because there's people out there that are going to listen to you, learn from you, that's going to help them change their lives. And that's what we do as presenters. Hey, it's Kirk Duncan here. And thank you for tuning in, listening to this podcast. If you'd like to see the full video of this training, in the description below, you will see the link that will take you to the video to be able to see my slides, the pictures, the diagrams, everything that was going on during this training. So go check out that link, go watch it. 
and I'll catch you on the next podcast. Awesome.